And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. Welcome to the Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. I am Attorney Jen Rout, and with me, as always, is my soaring sidekick, Ben Edenthal. Soaring. Soaring today. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, what's going on? Half life. Uh, you know the thing. Um, it's uh, it's really rainy today, so there's that going for us. So. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, I, love I like the rain. Yeah, you, you do? I do. I love rain. Like that song from Ernest Goes to Camp, I'm sure I'm glad it's raining. Remember that song? No. <laughs> Didn't you watch Ernest Goes to Camp as a kid? Yeah, 30 years ago. <laughs> you don't remember? It was, it, was a, it was a very poignant moment. He was sad. Um, I'm more of a singing in the rain kind of girl. I see. Gotcha. Yep. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> so, so, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so what's going on with you? Well, there have been a lot of birthdays lately, and I've had two friends get drones. Ooh. For their birthday. Sweet. What a cool gift. Yeah. What do you use a drone for? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, randomly. Well, general terrorizing of neighbors and stuff like that, spying. No, um, like for me personally, Creepy like stuff? A, a brand Noted. new uh, <laughs> GoPro just released a drone uh, a week or so ago mm-hmm. um, called the Karma, which is like a totally advanced drone. Like the footage, it's all 4K, so it's this beautiful, beautiful footage, and the drone's really smart and easy to use and that kind of thing, like all of GoPro's products. Um, it's one of those oh. things I've been kind of lusting after them. We've we've rented them a few times uh, for what we do, but I don't have enough of a call to say, yeah, oh. I'm going to go drop the, you know, 700 to to $1,000 that it costs to get a good drone oh. with a camera attached to it. Like, you can get drones that just fly, but... What's the point, you know? So, oh, so yeah. he would like to be one of those friends. That but get no, the drone. drones, like, you get really cool aerial photography of, of various things. You see it, like, uh, you know, cities and stuff like that. It's, it's stuff that you would not you would never have been able to get before nice. drones came around. So. Which makes sense, because my friend John, who got one of these drones, took it up and basically video, videoed their whole family, like, outing at Hocking Hills. That's cool. That's really cool. That was pretty neat yeah. to see. Yeah, um, that's really cool. And yeah. I mean, like, there's companies like uh, Amazon has been talking about it for years that they're uh, experimenting with drone delivery of packages. And Chipotle is actually testing burrito delivery with drones right now. And the 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 idea is within huh. the next ten years, every person will have a drone landing pad. At their house somewhere, like on their porch or something like that, that is designed for a drone to come in and just sit down right there, drop off whatever it is, and then fly off. And it's like one of those things where if you've got like a balcony or like a gated off backyard or something, just flies in, drops the thing, flies off. Huh. Yeah. And that's they're saying that that is going to become a more and more common thing because drones are a great way to get things around. They don't use that much power to do it. And huh. Yeah. Cheaper so. than paying someone to drive around yep. in a truck. All right. And a lot more uh, safe than having a delivery driver who has God knows whatever personal problems and that sort of thing. And Fair. Yeah. All right. So. Well, so with all of these gifts, um, the one friend and I were talking about, well, like, what laws really 
affect yeah. drones. Now, I will tell you I am not a drone expert, yes. clearly. This is actually one where I'm going to be able to, to talk a little bit more Ooh, about the actual... He's all excited. Yeah. Look at him. That's I'm why not going to sound soaring. like a complete dumbass today. Right. So I Googled because, you know, that's what you start with now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, our friends at the Ohio State Bar Association in the Law You Can Use section um, are here to help us out because apparently Ohio State Bar Association rocks on these articles. Yeah. Um, and God bless him, Jason T. Lorenzon, um, who's out of Independence, Ohio, uh, and he does a lot of aviation and immigration law, which is an interesting combo. Yeah, but, I was going to say, that's, that's a weird cross-section right, of law. But, uh, he does a lot of the aviation law, and he wrote this article, FAA Establishes New Drone Regulations. Um, and realistically, he just pulled together all the stuff I would have spent hours looking for um, because this is his area of law. So, right. How long ago was this posted? I'm sorry. Um, this was actually back um, in August, so okay. we're, we're about a month behind the times. Okay. Well, I mean, um, it's, it's more recent than some of the laws that I had heard, so that'll be kind of interesting. Yeah, so yeah. this is fun. So um, first, the FAA, if you don't know, is the Federal Aviation Administration. Um, and I think it was actually July that they came out with new regulations on drones. I remember mm-hmm. kind of seeing that. Yeah. Um, and really what they're regulating are drones weighing less than 55 pounds. Mm-hmm. Those are really focused on um, unmanned aerial vehicles. So mm-hmm. UAVs. Right. Um, and unmanned aircraft systems, mm-hmm. UAS. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of acronyms in aviation in case you haven't figured this out. Well, they love their acronyms. They do. Um So these regulations became effective in August, um, and the big thing is the FAA, who is charged with promoting um, a culture of safety in our national airspace, Mm -hmm. um, put these new regulations in place to help implement goals and policies. And really, if you think about it, we want to kind of protect the airspace. Yeah. Because, um, to go back to property law, if you own your house, you own everything underneath mm-hmm. and everything up in the air. Yeah. Up to a certain point, and then it becomes public airspace. Right. Well, now drones flying around are flying into your airspace property. Yep. And you've already heard stories about, you know, people who are like, I saw a drone flying over my property, so I shot it down. You know, because that's normal <laughs> behavior. Right. Yeah. Um, But, you know, for the conspiracy theorists out there, uh, if you think about it, you know, there's innocent and happy drone use. So I'm recording a video of our family vacation on the beach. Um, But there could be some more nefarious oh yeah uh, absolutely i mean uses of drones i mean you, you just you don't even have to follow the train of logic all that far to really see where the problems could arise real quick oh yeah and, you know i can take a camera and put it literally anywhere in space you know right. and shoot anything i mean there's i read a story recently about um a guy who literally had a drone floating outside of his like he lives on like the 20th story of a building or something like that and he looks out his window one day and there's just a drone sitting there staring at him you know and i mean that's that's not cool you know so yeah i mean clearly this is an area of law that's going to be bustling and changing over the next however long it takes but i mean right drones are not going anywhere they're going to become more and more prevalent and as they get cheaper and 
Yeah. Right. So, so these new regulations address don't drone operations, um, and they now ha- require the new remote pilot in command certification and responsibilities, and um, they also have UAS requirements. So if you want a whole list of these in detail requirements, because you want to read through them, because you find this interesting, yep. you can find all this at FAA.gov. But really what you need to know, first, let's focus on commercial drones. So for commercial drones, so those would be the ones that Chipotle would be using. Yeah. Okay. Drones must weigh less than 55 pounds, must re- be remain inside of the person, so the remote pilot. Mm-hmm. So that's where I question how are these going to be used if the FAA is saying... My guess would be because they can see it through whatever device they're using to fly it. Because most of them have cameras built into them now. And in order to fly the thing, you have to be able to see where it's going. And the best way to see where it's going... Like, have you seen drone races? Have you ever seen anything like that? I have not. It's badass. <laughs> it's totally awesome. I'll show you a video when we're done here. So but I totally like, need to get out more, apparently. There are drones well, everywhere. No, no, this is all on the internet, so you don't need okay. to go out at all anymore. That's okay. that's the point. So don't Got go it. outside. That's where all the drones are. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay inside. <laughs> Stay inside. Um, no, but uh, it's uh, they like they, they there's a new thing where basically they put on VR goggles, like goggles that you wear in your face. That is just a, a video monitor, so it's like a first person view of wherever the, the drone is flying. Okay. So theoretically, if somebody's flying a drone, you know, all they have to do is I would imagine that that's the case. I don't know. I'm I'm that I, I'm grasping at well, what I think so is a straw. Really, according to these new um, regulations, the drone of 55 pounds or less. So if we go higher than that, we're at a different classification of drone. Yeah. So we're just focusing on 55 pounds or less. Right. Must remain within sight of the person, the remote pilot in command, so the okay. RPIC, who is manipulating the drone controls. Now... I would interpret that as you have to be able to see it. No, yeah, that 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 is what it sounds That's like. That's what yeah. that says. So now I'm wondering, maybe it's like maybe they're testing drone delivery. I mean, this is the FAA, right? This, so this is the is, FAA. This isn't just Ohio. This is like no, this nationwide. Is federal. This yeah. is new regulations controlling okay. these drones. So my guess would be, if they're testing delivery services on things, they're probably bigger drones. They have to be over the yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about 55 and under. Um, and then that the RPIC, so the remote pilot in command, must satisfy the requirements described below. So we're going to go through those requirements. Um, the big things are drones may not fly over any persons who are not directly participating in the operation. I don't know how you legislate that, but, you know. Right. But I think what they're getting at here, I mean, if you're out at a park playing around, okay. Right. Yeah. But that's Momentar- public space. Public yeah. space. But I think what they're trying to get at here is don't be flying your drone over your neighbor's fence who's sunbathing. Sure. With yeah. a camera. Yeah. Looking into your neighbor's windows. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, peeping toms have a whole new level it's, of The world's about to get weird, bad. folks. Bad. Okay. So, obviously, I think that's what they're really trying to protect there is the right to privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. Uh, drones have may only be flown um, in daylight and not under a covered structure so not under bridges I would I mean bridges yeah. uh, 
patios with a overhang. Right, right. Um, covered structures of any sort. A, yeah. uh, you're out at a park and there's a shelter house. Parking garage. Parking like garage. That. Yeah. Yep. Tunnels. Um, that sort same of thing. thing. Can't fly inside a stationary vehicle, which is probably a good choice. Stationary. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Or be operated from a moving vehicle. So that one I hmm. find interesting. So yeah. you can't be have someone else driving your mm-hmm. car. Right. You be in the passenger seat flying, and your, flying drone. your drone along the street. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think wise, of like I'm trying to think of it from like a filmmaking standpoint. Like I could see where that would be kind of handy, but at the same time, I mean any number of things could go wrong in that situation. You right. know, you'd have to have like you would need special permits and that sort of thing from the FAA, I would imagine. I would think if you're going to do anything outside of this. Yeah, if you're going to do anything. Um, and actually, that might be how they're getting by it. Like, some of these companies that are doing delivery and stuff like that might be getting permission to do it from the FAA. Potentially. Yeah. I would say they're probably a different class of drone. Yeah. Because these are all your 55, 55 pounds. 55 pounds or less. drone. Um. And they're commercial drones, so these are things you can buy for home. Um, They also can't have a ground speed of more than 100. They can't go any faster than what a ground speed of 100 miles per hour would be. But 100 miles per hour? That's that's home. That's fast. And that's and that's also like as the crow flies too. Then that's at that point, like literally, you don't have to take roads or anything like that. That's just how fast how fast can you get from like point A to point B in a straight line at 100 right. miles an hour you know i mean so i guess that would be your drone races yeah i mean yeah. that's fast and you also um can only fly these in certain areas so if you're going to cross into certain types of airspace classes b c d and e you have to go get permission from air traffic control which now this makes sense. i can actually speak to there's a dealership that i do business with uh, a car dealership and they, um, uh, they're situated near Port Columbus. And at one point, they're like, hey, could we get a drone to do aerial photography of our, uh, of our dealership? And the answer was no, <laughs> because you're, like, literally 100 yards from the an airport. airport. Not just an airport, the, the airport, airport in Columbus, Ohio. Like, the biggest airport in Columbus. It's an international airport. Right. And... By the airport. They don't want you to do that. No, no, they don't. <laughs> no. And uh, same thing actually like uh, with um, – through the same company and everything, I do work with uh, the, the local uh, college football team, which I don't I don't want to say the name just because I know how litigious they can be. Um, <laughs> but uh, – they, uh, they like every time the, the, before every single game, they have a big, huge like um, gathering of people outside of the stadium and everything like that. It's a big tailgate party, and they've issued very strict things saying absolutely no drones. If they see a drone, they will shoot it out of the sky. Right. And there's pretty obvious reasons why that is if, from a security standpoint. Right. Who the hell knows what that is? You know. Right. So and it and reminder, these are commercial drones. Right. So, you know, that dealership would definitely classify. Yes. Um, other limitations are the um, commercial drones uh, for the, that operation, no hazardous materials, and the pilot always has to do a pre-flight check. Yeah. 
FAA loves pre-flight checks. Oh, yes. And everything, which, again, pretty yeah, I mean, you makes know, sense. Pretty if safe. I'm going to get on an airplane, I'd kind of prefer that they make sure everything's cool before right. they try to take off. Right. You know? so, so that's important. So we are talking about the commercial drones, 55 pounds or less. Um, the Some additional qualifications. So for your remote pilot in command, so that you're RPIC, um, you have to hold a remote pilot airman certificate. So that's a small... Uh, unmanned uh uas um <laughs> unmanned aircraft system license okay. okay um so that's the rating you have to get um and i'm sorry you said that's for commercial or for commercial this okay. is not recreational we're going to get to recreational in a minute so okay. this is just commercial drones 55 pounds or less okay okay so all of these pe- um anybody who's flying a commercial drone needs to have that um, RPIC, and they will have to be under direct supervision of a person who holds a remote pilot certificate, or I'm sorry, or be under a the supervision. So yeah. you could have one certificate holder teaching five non-holders. Right. Okay. Um, which, again, makes sense. Sure. Um, the certificate holder must pass an initial aeronautic knowledges test um, at an FAA-approved testing center or, or hold a Part 61. Okay. Part 61 is a private commercial or airline transport pilot certificate. So, basically, that would be a pilot. All right. All right. You're flying stuff through the air. Makes yeah. Makes some sense there. Yep. Uh, commercially. So, um RPIC must also have completed a flight review within the previous 24 24 months um, before flying and must complete an FAA small UAS online training course because we can learn everything online today. Hmm. Um, Lastly, the uh, RPIC must be at least 16 years old and have been vetted, which means searched, and approved by TSA. So okay. you can't just go get this if you're on a watch list. Yeah. Um, TSA has. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Quite quite Especially happy with if that. You're flying something that's 55 pounds. I mean, good that lord. That can go up to 100 miles an hour. <laughs> that mean, can do some damage. Do, do some math on that and find out how dangerous that is. Right. You know? Scary thought. So yeah. again, these are for commercial uses. Right. Um, so that's important. Uh, what I do find interesting is the drones themselves do not have special aircraft requirements. Hmm. I thought that was kind of um, strange. They didn't require any airworthiness certificates for yeah. the drones. Hmm. Like, I don't know, planes, anything well, else you put in the air. It's you not can... like you're flying living creatures around in it, I suppose. Uh, right, but at 55 pounds. Yeah. That could do some serious damage. Yeah. So, like, the pilot has to conduct that pre-flight check. Yeah. But unlike aircraft certified by the FAA, um, the RPIC does not have a manual or airworthiness directives indicating when certain parts of the drone must be replaced. Hmm. So that puts extra burden on the pilot to ensure that drone the drone is safe for flight. Right. So if something happens, it's going to fall back on the pilot. Yeah. So if the drone falls out of the sky. Yeah. That's concern. Right, right. And that's going to fall on the pilot for not 
sure. catching that in the pre-flight check sure. would be yeah. my guess. Um, right. Right. So, and then let's just real quickly define commercial purpose. So that's any activity that involves a monetary gain for the drone operator. So mm -hmm. shooting commercial videos, mm -hmm. um, golf courses, mm -hmm. uh, PGA yeah. uses drones uh, during their um, broadcasts yeah. to shoot some of the footage of the holes. Right. Which is cool. I yeah. mean, it makes for good TV. Sure. Um, so, you know, that so, would be something used for monetary gain. Okay. So theoretically under that, and that was going to be my next question was, you know, I have a drone, uh, and if I'm going out and shooting video for monetary gain, cause that's what I do for my living, right? you know, then I need to have essentially certifications for that or, uh, yeah, technically. Okay. okay. Um, or at least have if it falls under this class, that is. Okay. So, um, you know, things that these drones would be used for primarily are real estate surveys, mm -hmm. um, shooting that like the PGA, yeah. um, agricultural applications, aerial photos. I would bet a lot of your um, recorders and like real estate parts of the government. Mm -hmm. Auditor map room, right, would really benefit from using sure, yeah, the drones. Um, I could see a lot of governmental purposes, investigations, yeah, uh, oh yeah, tracking totally. criminals on the run. Yeah, I could see a lot of interesting. <clears throat> I'm telling you, man, you're going to start seeing drones everywhere. I, I could see this growing. Yeah, I, I definitely see the point. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about recreational use. Okay. Okay. So, um, your your neighbor has a drone, and he uses it for fun. Yeah. His drones are fun, apparently. Mm-hmm. Would I'm, you I'm, agree? I'm, yeah. 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 Fun. Okay. Yeah. So the new regulations do not apply to model aircrafts or recreational users. Okay. Okay. So if you, the, <clears> my <throat> two friends who got fun little drones for their uh, birthdays. Yeah. None of this applies. Um, however. There is um, section 336 of Public Law 112-95. Yeah. Because, you know, we all know that one. <clears throat> That's my favorite one. Um, that you ha those recreational users must satisfy the criteria specified in that, that section. Um, and really, that's much more restrictive than yeah. the new regulations on um, commercial drones. Yeah. So recreational users must keep their drones within eyesight. They must fly below 400 feet, cannot fly within five miles of an airport without first getting permission from the control tower. Um, and they actually have a smartphone app, which I think is pretty cool. That is cool. It's B, the letter B, mm -hmm. number four, letter U, fly. So before you fly, before you fly, check out the app. Yeah. And you can see if you're going to be in trouble um, where you want to fly. OK. Because, you know, you may not realize what your five actually, miles I'm radius download is. Download that app right now, actually. Um, that sounds really handy. Right. So you may not, you know, you're out at a park. Um, and let's say so for Columbus folks, let's say you're um, up in Dublin. Mm hmm. Well, there's an airport. Yeah, Don Scott. Yep, not very far from parts of Dublin. Yep. You may think you are completely fine because you're at this park, 
but you're within five miles of an airport yeah might not be okay and you could get in trouble yeah, so exactly definitely check out this before you fly app um and that just will help you determine um whether there are any restrictions or requirements that affect uh the location where you're trying to fly so that's kind of a cool little yeah. thing um, and all of this information, plus a whole lot more, can be found at FAA.gov. The app is specifically at um, FAA.gov backslash UAS backslash where underscore two underscore fly backslash before you fly. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, hey, free app. Go check yeah. it out. You can see all the cool things you can do. Um but I, I agree with Ben. I think there, we're going to be seeing a lot more drones in our future. And it's not just, you know, it, I mean, it's not just going to be flying drones. I mean, they're, they're talking about self-driving cars, which are essentially drones. They're, they're, they're just ground-born drones at that point. And that's right. going to be within, you know, I've, I, I'm, I have a lot of folks that I know in the, the, the automotive industry, and most of them are mm-hmm. expecting within the next five years, you're going to see self-driving cars like starting to hit the mass market. So like back to the future, but not flying. I wouldn't want to get in a flying car. Because <laughs> if, if you if you blow a tire in a car, you pull oh. over to the side of the road. If something goes wrong in a flying car, that's bad. Well, and they've already been testing them out yeah. on the roads. Um, there's well, been a few accidents from them, but there's not from them. Not for it's been from the... other people hitting them. That's the thing. There's, oh, there's only really? that. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no. Like self-driving cars, like way, 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 way safer than human beings. You know, and people are always like, I don't trust technology. I don't want a robot driving my console. I want a robot driving. I want to be able to take a nap on my way to work. That sounds awesome. You know, <laughs> you know, and with all the people texting and driving right now. Yeah. Take the fucking steering wheel out of their hands. Jeez. Or, or, okay. A little judgy here. Sorry. Yeah. Last night I was walking out and. I watched two different people try to parallel park for a solid five minutes, and eventually oh. they gave up. And I'm like, I don't know that I want you driving. No, I don't want to be on the road with those people, you know? And it's and like, it, especially it was, now it was like, not a tight squeeze. Now with, like, backup cameras and the whole thing, you can't parallel park? Good Lord, you know? But, see, I think that's the problem is sometimes people rely too heavily on those versus just the skill of parallel parking. Yeah. Like, you you can parallel park without a backup camera. Yeah. Yeah. I can pretty much pop my little car into any spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my truck is a little different, but, you know, it's... These were little cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there should have been no problem. Yeah. I chuckled a little bit. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, Bad absolutely. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so, fun talk on drones yeah. and commercial use versus yeah, recreational use. Yeah. Fun time, so now I'm looking forward to your joke of the week. But first, as always, we have a little housekeeping. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics, ask questions, etc., etc. If you are already following us, thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Attorney Jen Route every week. And if you're a Twitter user, I am at the Almighty Ben on Twitter. Jen is uh, not on Twitter. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Probably won't be either. Yep. No. Nope. So. 
If you're new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. And if you like the show, we would appreciate it if you could take a few minutes out of your very busy day. Head over to iTunes, rate and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank you, all of our listeners. Uh, It's because of you that our podcast exists. Uh, If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button. And remember, sharing is caring. Uh, Jen, would you like to hear this week's Lawyer Joke of the Week? Can't wait. All right. What happens when lawyers take Viagra? Mm, I don't know. They get taller. Oh, that one's <laughs> dirty. <sighs> He's really uh, pleased with himself over that one. <laughs> uh, well, tell you what, folks. Until next week, I'm Ben Needenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big.